0: Welcome, campers. This is Aaron and Bryce, your camp hosts. And you're listening to Breaking Camp podcast: conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. We got guests today. This is a fun episode. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. What's uh, who? Who are you? You're Chris. I'm um, Chris McCarley. Oh, there you go. Welcome. Hi, Patricia. It's my wife, Patricia. Hey, Aaron. I did. I I could never tell if you were serious, like you wanted to be on the podcast. So I just kept trying to call your bluff, and then here you are. And so <laughs> I love
1: to be on a podcast. I've always wanted to, and I put everything aside to get here. Did you totally? You did. You yeah. put.
0: I mean, some pretty serious stuff aside yeah.
1: today. Yeah, I didn't know it was this big of a deal. I thought it was kind of a small time thing, but you guys really got a nice setup. This is legit. We got a studio. <laughs> yeah. Everything. We, it's beautiful yeah, out here. Definitely. A full team.
2: Yeah. yeah it's great chaz and chad are over there in the sound booth yeah like, just shaking their heads i
1: was in the green room listening to the a little bit earlier and it sounded pretty good did it yeah, what I'm do so, you think listening. of our spread was that good yeah like i just like the conversation i kind of wanted to jump in but you know <laughs> the mic was off <laughs>
0: that's right <laughs> yeah well we got to hang out a couple of weekends ago that was good to see you guys we hadn't seen you wow what a in lake a long time mm. that was nice we didn't recap on that at all but oh, yeah. yeah maybe we should still second married
2: Still, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. The all the all the mar- getting married again jokes were good, yeah, yeah, that was also,
0: yeah. I mean, you got to make them, but you can't go too hard because you don't know that might be a raw nerve for
2: some, right? Know. Exactly. Some people in there be like, so I, I mean, Ooh. you're just making fun of me, like, whatever. Yeah. I think but, a lot of people do that, they have a small wedding, yeah, because they
1: want to get married right now. Yeah. And then their family goes, hey, what's going on? And you go, no, no, we're having a
0: real meeting right now. And then you do the, the, do the bigger big one. Running. But that was a great was spot a to go and hang out and just spend the time at the yeah. lake. And How was your guys' campsite? You were across? Oh,
1: yeah, it was epic. We had Scott was there, and uh, the water was the perfect temperature. Yeah. It wasn't warm at all, but it was, wasn't was cold at all either.
0: Did you guys go in the water?
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't
0: oh, yeah. Go in. Paddleboarding? Mm-hmm. I saw your paddleboard. paddleboarding. Yeah, we
1: paddleboarded and we swam, and... I mean, you could jump in, and you didn't get shocked in any way. Yeah.
2: I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was good. That water was such a perfect temperature. The
0: perfect temperature. I didn't touch it. (laughs) I was in the kitchen the whole time. You had a lot going on. I was in the kitchen (laughs) the whole time. I did see a movie the other day that I think is going to prevent me from ever going in the ocean, though.
2: Really? Yeah. Jaws? You finally saw Jaws?
3: (laughs) With
0: Blake Lively. Oh. Yeah. She gets attacked by a shark. There's a couple movies out there like that. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that movie where the people go scuba diving, then they come back up, and there's no boat. Oh, it's kind of like what a terrifying.
2: horror sort of film. Oh, that's my number one fear: is sharks getting
0: eaten by a shark or bit, whatever. Yeah. That is at the top. Well, I mean, just like I mean, there's a surefire way to not get bit by a shark. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Just like there's a surefire way to not get a tick on you. <laughs> it's yeah. actually not surefire. What? Because you're gonna say, "Don't go in the ocean."
1: Yeah. So it's not 100 percent foolproof. What do you got? Like you're right. Bat, so bat sub, sub sharks. You're, you're right. Things can happen that you that you could have never predicted.
0: Like they come up through the toilet.
2: Who knows? Actually, it could be on a plane that crashes. Well. Shark on a plane? Or no, that was snakes.
1: Well, on the then
0: plane. you have gone in the ocean. Not you're not
2: going in the ocean in the sense that you were talking about.
1: Correct. The little, like, cool yeah, around and stuff. But,
2: but a bull shark, I've learned thanks to stupid Discovery Channel. Can go, like,
0: 160 miles upriver in fresh water. That's true. Okay, That's there's another terrible. one. They should have, like, a period of time where they have shows about this stuff. Ugh. <laughs> like should, Shark Week? Yeah. Like that? Is <laughs> that a thing? Maybe. <laughs> they, I,
1: I've had these daydreams where I was attacked by a shark and saved by friendly dolphins. Is a daydream better than like a nightmare? <laughs> oh, <it's way laughs> because better. are you just like yeah, sitting there, away. like you you're just yourself. like cutting something,
0: and you're like making something, and you're thinking about that?
1: So you're driving, and you come up with a scenario in your head, like your instance, you're like you're surfing, and then the board breaks, and yeah. you go underwater, and the boat's gone, or whatever, yeah. and then you're attacked by a shark, yeah, and then you're like, what's next? <laughs> well, and then you're fighting the shark, right? And you're barely surviving, and then dolphins come, yeah, because dolphins are one of the ten animals that are you know friendly to humans, yeah. right? So, then it goes on from there.
0: I think you're going to like this movie because there's dead whales, friendly dolphins, aggressive killer sharks. The shallows. The Shallows. I don't know. Blake Lively's shark movie you should be able to find. How it. how
2: old is this movie, do you think?
0: I, I don't, I don't know. know. A few years? F- I don't know. If check, I only check, had the, a way to figure out. Like the, only the 2000s, early
1: 2000s, they came up with a bunch of those kind of movies. Yeah, it, might, it, it might, be that one.
0: 2016, 2016. Okay, it was really good. Cool. I, I mean, might have
2: to check it out. But if it's scary, I mean, it's just gonna make me scared. Cora did ocean not horror. love it. <clears throat>
0: was it corny or was mm-hmm. it actually like terrifying? It's like terrifying thriller <laughs> horror. Its oh. category is horror flick. Oh wow. Yeah. So w- d- she didn't like it because it was scary. I think she just doesn't like those in general. She's it's not just trying intense. to watch a movie that's yeah. gonna make her, yeah, think of scary stuff. You know. Yeah.
2: Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So it gives
1: enough. you anxiety watching the mistakes that be, are made. You know, they're like, "Let's go back in the water." Yeah, and you're
0: like, "No, don't do yeah. it."
2: Right.
1: So right. It's like the paranormal movies are ones that I don't like because there's no way to combat that. The what one? The paranormal. The paranormal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas if it's like a, some kind of Jason or character or whatever, you're like, mm. okay, well, I would do this or build a trap or whatever. Yeah. Paranormal, it's like, what are you going to do? You <laughs> yeah. Know? Exactly. You're powerless. You're powerless. Like, you're a powerless Stephen, yeah. like a Stephen King movie of exactly. some sort. Yeah. yeah. All
0: of a sudden, you're just shrinking. Yeah. Or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, I don't know how we got to talk about sharks. There were no sharks at the wedding reception <laughs> celebration. No. But thanks for coming out. That was a good time. Thanks I, for inviting us. Yeah, thanks for bringing snacks. You had some Van Pizza. That was really good. <laughs> there <Van>. was.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, you guys brought pizza. Huh? You yeah. yeah, extra pizza when you yeah. got there. <laughs>
0: we
1: talked about this. This uh, the other was it this morning? Yeah. Yeah. About pizza as a mission oh, food, yeah, yeah, food. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've gone through a lot of different foods that are your favorite foods to
0: bring. Before I we start, never thought of that. Before we, we start it, talking yeah, about food, pizza. though, let's hit the camp kitchen. Let's do it. All right, so
2: we're having hot dogs for yeah. our kitchen, right? Hot dog fest. Hot dog fest. So you just br- grilled these up.
0: Who needs another? Mm.
2: Dude, these are big. I'm, I'm like satisfied. This is great. Plus the bun is massive. Mm. <laughs> and actually, the last episode—no, not the last couple episodes ago—when I was talking about <laughs> my my Ecuadorian mm, shooting good. of my pants. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- this bun was very similar. <laughs> Kind of, kind of gave me flashbacks for a second. The bun
0: was similar.
2: Yeah, it was a big hearty bun. Like it wasn't like just a small hot dog bun. Were
0: you eating hot dogs in Were you eating hot dogs in Ecuador? Yeah, that was. I remember, you, you were eating. Did a you bunch not of listen to my stuff. story? I did, but I remember you said you were eating this and this and this yeah. and this. and Yeah, this. and the I, last no. thing we ate were these massive hot dogs on these huge hoagie oh, okay. rolls. The
1: key to a good hot dog is a small bun. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think so.
2: But how do you hold all the yummy stuff? It,
1: part of it is just to have this dog coming out on both sides and
2: fair enough tied Aaron actually he revolutionized my hot dog eating when he introduced the tortilla mm.
0: to a hot dog you ever had a hot dog on a tortilla never oh. some cheese Quesadogadilla? okay oh, good gravy
1: so I was delicious. raised with hot dogs so I've tried most things but not that sounds like a tortilla
0: yeah cheese hot dog a jalapeno cheddar hot dog wrapped up inside, and then some La Victoria hot sauce. Oh yeah, okay, so good. But you're a connoisseur of uh, making your own snacks as well, right? Oh absolutely. You know we we would fry up the whole
1: we, the whole case the whole package of hot dogs and just put them in the fridge. And then you just grab a cold one, you know, quarter them up.
0: Nice. Throw a dog in this. This is dog when I was a that. child. <laughs> Or you
1: just have that package in the refrigerator with a, like a slice
2: in it and you just grab a cold one. Do you eat cold hot dogs? I used to. Hmm. Like, not, I know they're already cooked, but like straight out of the package, never heated. Yeah, just like a little Vienna sausage <laughs> thing. All slimy and cold. Oh, man.
1: I used to. Absolutely. That's As crazy. A, I mean, I was raised like that. It was just like hot dog was the staple. <laughs> so funny.
2: Oh man! Hot dog sandwiches, yeah. Dude, hot dog sandwich. I've I've done that, where you have nothing else. You know, you think you have lunch meat, and and you're out, and you're like, well, we've got Oscar Mayer wieners in here. Yeah. I guess I'm having a sandwich with that. Do you yeah. ever? Do, when you do it, do you just punt and you just roll it up in a piece of bread, or do you slice it kind of? You've Got to go toast. You got to go toast. Oh, toast it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I like it. Toast the bread. Yeah. But then... Fry the dog. Fry the fry dog, the dog yeah. yeah. So do you butterfly it open? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So good. So good. And then it, it requires nothing. So did you get... You're, you're on your second dog.
0: Yeah, this is my second. So this is good. I like a... It's kind of like a Chicago dog.
2: I would say if I had the smaller buns, I might have eaten two, but...
0: Do you want a smaller bun for two more? No, because now I'm full. I'm good. Hmm. Yeah.
2: But, Chris, you were saying. The smaller bun, you know, Like once the, you think about it, you go, you yeah. know what it is? It, it does makes kind sense. of make sense. I just get frustrated because you can't put as much stuff in it. Yeah. It, it, but you still have that yeah. little bun with
1: the kind of the German-style looking thing with the meat coming out on both sides. I agree
2: and the ratio is the right yeah. ratio when you have a smaller hot yeah. dog bun. Yeah. Definitely.
1: It's like that for hamburgers, too. You know, you got a little bun inside the burger. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Patricia, you like your dog a little crispy.
3: Correct. Where do
0: you stand with, like, the boiled hot dog? Is that just too gross? You're not even eating it?
3: No. I I would, I, if, if somebody boiled the hot dog, I would fry it.
0: But if it's boiled, soft, noodley hot dog, or nothing, are you going nothing? Are you eating the boiled hot
3: dog? It depends on how hungry I am. Okay. But. I would just ask for a frying pan and fry it a little bit to kind of crisp it up. Okay. There, there you go. Yeah.
2: She, everything for her is charred, slightly charred. It's like, <clears throat> it's just like throwing the marshmallow straight into the fire, mm-hmm.
0: putting the immediate char on it. You should have had some of that pork wine at the wedding. That was charred. I
3: did. He went in. Oh, the Chris ends. went in and asked for the end. I remember this me. conversation because yes. we yeah. ate dinner at the same yeah. table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you wanted the like charred
2: end. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. call that the butt.
3: The butt. They save the butt for mom. It's mm. awesome. <laughs> the crunchy butt, to be <laughs> clear. <laughs>
0: this is a good kitchen. Good one. Nice. This is good. Chris, you were telling me about some snacks you'd like to take on the trail. Well, I've, I've evolved to pizza.
1: Like I said, it's it. not only is it the perfect food for the trail, but it's also the perfect trading stock. Mm. So oh, if yeah. you see something else that you want, you could basically have it for pizza. Everybody's willing <laughs> to trade. There's nobody for pizza. that won't trade pizza for that's whatever they have. Brilliant. Yeah. So it's a, you can not only do you have a good snack, but you're like, wow, that's a really nice looking
2: fresh homemade sandwich. You want to trade? Sure. You know, it's always a yes. How long does your pizza last? Like, what's the longest you've had pizza to eat on the trail? Well, I w- it, pizza
1: can be good. I've fr- I've frozen it, and um, it it does like if you. Uh, vacuum bag it, it'll yeah. freeze and thaw out and it'll be it'll be pretty good still. Huh. But mainly I think you just wanna have if you have pizza, grab it absolutely. Yeah. For us, uh, with search and rescue, it comes in at unknown times, so yeah. you don't always have a pizza. But um if you're going on like a camping trip like you know when we came up to the wedding, we well, we went and bought a whole pie, you know, for Yeah. For just in between meals and stuff.
2: <laughs> so great. Yeah. <coughs> That's delicious. That's a ama- I am gonna have to try that. That's it a keeps great... well. Yeah. Yeah. So you for just things.
1: always
0: have some pizza no. on hand.
1: No, nope, no, nope, they don't always, but um like I said, if it's a if it's a planned thing, I just just order one. Yeah. And um, you know, it's if you think about it, pizza's twenty five dollars and you could spend twenty five dollars on just knick knack things to make sandwiches. Mm-hmm and you know it's kind of self-contained and wow, then you got a so sandwich good. and that's no pizza it's good. yeah yeah it's, pizza's good and it, you know it's good cold it's good hot everyone loves it mm. i like the
2: currency aspect of
0: it
1: yeah the currency aspect you know people see pizza they're they're looking
2: I mean, you might be able to get a pair of boots out of that. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> you know it- Tell me about your
2: knife. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice laptop you got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like if a guy's hungry enough.
0: It's like you say, how hungry are you? Yeah.
2: That would be like if you <coughs> hiked whatever backwards is on the PCT and you just had South. pizzas. Yeah. Oh, you could probably really clean
1: house. Yeah. Or you just... Came into some remote area like Mount Jefferson area. or something, mm-hmm. just, you're like, Hey,
2: who wants pizza? <laughs> I love this. Get a pizza. So you take Nothing's a pizza free. and a <laughs> and a hammock, and you could probably walk out with a nice like four season tent. Yeah, and, you pat it and a sleep bag. Your, yeah, sleeping bag, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you <get> a GPS. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you're reading a news story. And it's like. Hiker lost in the blah blah wilderness. You're like, oh shoot. <laughs> that might be <laughs> that might be on me.
1: <laughs> yeah, you start you start down south where everyone's still kind of new. They brought a bunch of stuff that they want to get rid of. Right, right. Yeah, anyway. yeah, they, they packed too like, much. What would I bring this cast iron skillet? <laughs> exactly. For? Mm.
2: That would be good. You can get that off somebody, yeah. So yeah. you guys are you're in SAR, both of you? Yep. Yep. Search and rescue. So yep. how did you get involved? I
1: got I joined well, we both wanted to join SAR. But Patricia was in nursing school, and I was like, well, I'll go try it out and see if it's all we thought it was, Mm -hmm. which it wasn't. And um, and then she came the next year because she was free. So I kind of checked it out, broke the ice. It wasn't all
0: you thought it was, but it was enough to stick around? (laughs) I don't know what my turning point was. Wait, you were
2: underwhelmed, or it was just more than you thought it was? It's not what you think it is.
1: You picture search and rescue being a lot... Uh, more exciting and less work but it hmm. ended up being a ton of work and not very exciting <laughs>
0: it's, it's, sometimes it's just hurry up and wait yeah
1: yeah but it, it's a lot of right place at the right time you know over the years I think Patricia and I have a combined we're pushing 500 missions wow oh wow that and you lot. eventually see some crazy stuff right and we've seen some crazy stuff the blackouts during the fire you know when we rode into we, we rolled into uh, Welch's from rhododendron was completely shut down the power. Yeah. So we went in there at midnight and it's black. Everything's black. It's like you're in the middle of the desert. Wow. But you're, it's rhododendron. Oh, wow. Like there's not one light anywhere.
3: Not one car.
1: And we're power evacu- lines across the road. Were you doing
0: evacuations?
1: So apparently they had already evacuated it. It's completely empty and they, PG had just unplugged it. There was wasn't, wasn't mm. one power source and one person decided to stay and he was like off Still Creek Road in there by Jerry's cabin. Yeah. And uh something happened and he wanted out. He didn't have a car. Oh. So he went to he went to uh Cool Creek Cool Creek, cool Creek Trail. You know the one that mm-hmm. you and I went up one time. And well, we uh, went
0: up to the lookout, right? Yeah, that's the, the lookout. Well, yeah. And had some um, good pictures that. that's day. a
1: good walk. <laughs> so and he hiked up, you know, a couple 100 meters and and to get a cell signal and he ended up falling and breaking his hip. Oh. So he sat there for hours until he finally somehow, some way yeah, got a call satellite out. Satellite
3: just passed over him. Something at the right time to oh, where wow. his phone yeah. had service. Wow. Yeah, he
1: was laying there for hours with a broken hip and called us. And even at the time, the CSAR guys were like, "Hey, this is optional. You don't even have to go." Yeah. So a handful of us went up there, and you know we were driving. They we're driving over power lines that were across the road. It was completely shut down. Wow. <laughs> And, it was
3: in the fire zone,
1: yeah, but that was that was insane you know the the darkness of it was something that it's hard to explain mm-hmm. you know it's it'd be like driving through
2: a town that always has some light on somewhere mm-hmm. right. It's just completely black. I do remember that that was eerie. We have some friends that live in like Eagle Creek, and you know it's just it's just off the beaten path enough where. You know, once when there's no power, I mean, it's just dark, 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 yeah. And so you're right. It's like places that you're going. This is not how it's supposed to look. Yeah. It's kind of disorienting. You know, you can totally see how somebody would get turned around because they can't use any of their points of reference that you would see in the distance or whatever. So, yeah. huh? That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that was what. That was that was wild. And you know, just like maybe a month or a couple of weeks before when the Riverside fire. Overwhelmed, Estacada and Colton. Mm-hmm. They called us in there, and and you know it's a sunny day, three in the afternoon. Yep. And you drive in there, and next thing you know, it's completely dark, and there's just this slow raining of ash. Yeah. And it all the traffic's going away. Yep. And there's like one, one car, and it's just you and a couple people, you know, going yep. into there to clear all the houses that had no idea the people that lived, you know, in deep in Colton up the little roads and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're like, what, what do you mean? You know, no, you have to leave. Because this was still early on. It was like, yeah, it was the, the, the fire in, you know, the course of 12 hours, like got huge. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, uh, um, the exact path of it, but it went from nothing. I think it started at the Riverside campground somewhere there, whale head area and
0: just moved to however many, miles in and was just rolling have you, have you guys been out there much since that reopened
1: not since it reopened but we were we went out there a few times to do some things uh there's a plane crash up there and stuff oh, and, yeah uh when it was when they were logging in it was still mm-hmm. closed and it was uh yeah it was like you're like wow this is what the landscape looks like it, you, know, you could see the dirt normally it was just
0: brush yeah we've been up to lottie flats and it's like Oh, this is what it looks like when there's not trees on both sides of you. Like now, you're just gonna go up the hillside, and yeah. you can see everything down to the river. It's like before, you'd have never known it was that steep on the side of the road yep. there. But that's fun. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. You know, the same thing with like uh, Memelus. You know, mm-hmm. you get up to Memelus Bridge. Yeah. And and you know you're like oh there's, the, the there's a cliff there. You know, he's like oh there's look at like a little waterfall back
0: there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
1: yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, we went up there to like Carter Bridge for our Swiftwater deal last year, and then I don't think we've been back.
3: Yeah, we were able to go do our Swiftwater certification up there, and it wasn't open to the public yet, so Mm. we got to...
0: They were logging it. Because you guys do... It's a lot of work for you guys. You guys do all the teams, all the trainings, all the stuff.
1: Patricia's... Fair? Patricia's on... Yeah, Patricia's (laughs) on the board. Oh, wow. And uh, they... You know, we, we do it. We try to stay active. You know, our, when we, when we started this team, we kind of looked at some of the other teams, people we knew, and thought, well, these teams are really large, and there's a lot of people that just kind of hold the membership. Mm-hmm. And for us, it was like, let's create a smaller team that's that is that being active is required. Yeah. And so um, we'll see how it works. <laughs> people can hold out because it, it can be tiring. Yeah. But. Two and a half years now.
3: About that, yeah. I think our
1: first mission was like right after COVID. Is is search and rescue all volunteer? It ours is, but yeah, it's not all volunteer. Oh, okay. There's there's professional teams. There's you know.
0: So like the sheriff's Harry staff Oaks and, and sure. paid people. Yeah, the, the paid Sheriff.
1: people and.
0: But for the most part, all volunteers. The volunteers wow. are the
1: real strength of search yeah. and rescue. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, wow. it's it's the thing that it's humbling I think to the paid
2: professionals to see the volunteers and right what they're willing to do and right huh so what's um I don't know, I mean do you find trends through the years that you've been doing this that people are getting into trouble where they need help or is it pretty much constant like yeah hey, this is this time of year this is what we're going to expect or is there new Are there new ways people are getting lost or in danger?
3: I think we've seen both. Um, Lately, I've been doing it about five years now, and lately not as many people are getting lost because of technology. Right. So it's Hmm. more rescues. So injuries, right? More injuries, more people that, you know, go out on trail and don't bring light. Hmm. So they can call us on their cell phone. We know right where they are, and we just find them walk up to them and walk them out with light
0: with a flashlight yeah <laughs> but more people are either using gps's or apps on their phone probably most yeah, likely right. apps on their phone and more and cell phone are wor- towers cell phones are working in more remote places yes yeah.
1: over exertion seems to be a big one people are mm. getting over like lack of salt or water or both and getting dizzy or whatever and mm-hmm. That's a that seems to be kind of a big one I think where we didn't see a lot of that a few years ago. Sure. Well, it's
0: been the pandemic. People have not been out training, right? And so yeah. They're not getting as many miles in. Or just and then people, people. are, are, are like mm. trying
1: to take on these hard trails and they're using Google. Yeah. And they're saying they're trying to take a trail that Google says should, they should take, but it's the wind. It's miles of windfall. So mm. they will start climbing over these trees and sure. branches and don't realize that there's no end to it. And then then by the time they Go to turn back they they just don't have it in them to come back yeah so they need someone to uh motivate to them, them. So, hmm. that's why we, we've been carrying those little bluetooth speakers now wow because the music is like great inspire inspirational you know oh, wow. tool to, you get out there and you know you're texting we on our way and all that so use the technology oh. and uh you play some music for them and and bring a dog yeah for them to pet you know yeah. and hmm.
2: That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Wow. So how often are people getting out on their own power? Like when you when you get there. You're not like dragging them out on some, you know, Stokes basket or whatever. You always want to try
1: to walk them out if they can. Right. Um you have to push for that just to see and sometimes you'll do a little bit of both. You'll you'll wheel them a little ways, walk them a little ways, but you always want to have the the litter ready mm-hmm. because
3: I think more people are able to walk out once they know that you're there. It, I, I mean, in lieu of a broken ankle, but sure, right. So, how
2: do you get somebody? I just, I actually don't know. Like, if you had somebody back in there that can't walk, what's the the mode? Like the cart, or the, what is that called? And how do you do that?
3: You, you stabilize the injury and the patient, and then we wrap them up and put them in. A wheeled litter. So I'm you're
2: treating for shock, basically.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you put them in a in a wheeled litter. Yeah. And we run
2: them. We run them out. You know, like wild people.
3: It's like a bat. It's like a metal basket. Basket, right? So, like it, when I was
2: a volunteer firefighter, they had a thing called they called the Stokes basket.
3: It's same. And same it's thing.
2: just a little wiry, thing. yeah, rubber coated basket or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Same diff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same thing. Okay.
3: It's got one one wheel underneath it. One, <laughs> one in the middle. Yeah. So
2: you gotta have a trusty driver, so you don't tip somebody. Yeah. Because yep. that's another thing. You get somebody who's maybe big, and they're they're hard to to get out. Right now, you have mm-hmm. another. You guys are now at risk because yep. you guys could get hurt or injured trying to move them out. Yeah, we
1: have the, the every every position on the litter has a has a name and a certain different job.
0: Okay. And so. It, what are the names? It, like, it, like Ryan. We have the driver, the driver, which is at oh, the head. Okay. Uh, positional names. Yes. Positional okay, names, yeah.
3: Okay. We have the stabilizer who who runs the, the rear. We have handles on the litter now, so it only okay. takes two people to operate.
1: The driver steers around stuff. Stabilizer keeps it centered over the wheel. Wow. The haulers we are giving... Some pull with ropes. Mm-hmm. Right oh, okay, cool. and the brakes are in the back for breaking it, <coughs> so no. you can go on a single track trail. Oh, that makes it a lot problem. easier. Okay, yeah, makes
2: more sense.
3: But with we've we've had patients that were more than three hundred pounds, and then it it it'll take two people on each side and 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 a driver driver and stabilizer. Right. Yeah, Aaron just knows. to make sure mm-hmm. they don't.
0: Mm-hmm. You've been on. because yeah, you don't want to make the their sides. injury worse. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Wow, so all this is when the helicopters not available, right?
1: Correct yeah. We we have we have a one PJ on our team, and with him, he has kind of like a phone numbers. So he can help get some stuff going, but problem is he's always gone because he's active duty. So oh, sure. But um, yeah, the helicopters usually never there when you need it. Hmm. Wow. Unless you're on the mountain, it seems like they're going up there quite a bit.
0: Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So it's we've been in this pandemic, right? And I've not been hiking a lot lately. <laughs> been eating quite a bit. Got some friends want me to go do the Enchantments in a day. What do you think? Good idea? Bad idea? So it's out and back, right? It's like a 20 No, it's like a shuttle sort of a thing. It's 18 miles. It's 18 miles round yeah. trip. No, just one way. way. Yeah. Downhill.
1: Jeez, that's is it. They want you to do it, just do it one way, one day. Oh, you could do that. Eighteen miles. You could do that.
0: Eighteen miles. 18 it miles. depends
3: on the elevation.
0: It's like <clears throat> steep at first and then all downhill.
3: Well, what's the total? I don't know. Because unless, if unless you I'm have ten thousand feet of elevation in that, I would say don't do it.
0: Yeah. Um, and I don't think day. that's an option. In in I've one day. been saying I'm not going to do it yeah. for months, and they're all like, "You're going to be fine." The
2: easiest fine. way to not do it is to not show up. <laughs> I mean. But
3: if you know, you know, if you know yourself and you can put one f- foot in front of the other, then you can walk anywhere.
1: And only one thing hurts at a time.
2: Break
0: that first you your body,
1: <laughs> then your then your ego. Well, the <laughs> thing that hurts the worst cuz you know, but you'll be hurting everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. You just focus on your feet cuz they'll be, a, you know, bloody mess. And mm. Like two baked potatoes
2: ready to blow out of your shoe. <laughs> I haven't worn, haven't worn shoes. All soft. Now, 18 miles with elevation in one day. Sounds like insane.
0: With day packs, though. So that's nice. Who cares, a pound
2: pack. Even if you had a 15-pound pack. Even if you had still... somebody carrying your pack for you, yeah. I think that's a lot. So, yeah, we'll
1: just it's get that walk. date on the
0: calendar with you guys.
1: I think about after about 12, then it becomes a pretty good walk. I think up 10, 12 is like pretty much doable for anyone off the street.
3: 3,000 feet of elevation is about my tipping point Mm. where I start running into, you know, knee pain or...
2: Mm. Yeah, because I think that's what people don't think about is they think, oh, cool, it's all downhill from here. And that can be worse because it's at the, it's the second half of your, you're already worn out you know yeah and you're and you don't have the leg strength anymore to like hold yourself up from the yep. downhill the uphill crushes your soul but the downhill crushes your body yeah right yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: people
3: don't think about how hard it is to actually walk downhill for yeah. three miles
2: yeah this last uh last fall my son's soccer team the high school team they had a the varsity goes on a, a, a retreat or day hike or some experience together a little team bonding. So they needed a chaperone. And so I drove and we went up zigzag mountain and it's not that long of a hike, but it's pretty steep, you know, as you get up to the top. And on the way down, um, we were kind of trying to remind these kids who are just so fit and young and like they, you know, they bounce, but they still can get hurt. Right. And so, One of the youngest players that's on the team turns his ankle going downhill. And, geez, it took forever to get him out of there because we had to, like, basically give him the crutch. We were the crutch for him most of the way, and then he felt like he could put a little weight on it, and he'd walk, I don't know, 100 yards and need to stop. And it took so long, you know. Mm -hmm. And these are kids that are, like, 16, 17, 18 you know gosh
3: yeah depending on our injuries or the terrain we usually average about a mile an hour Uh when we're evacuating when we're bringing someone down
2: yeah because isn't walking speed like roughly three miles an hour something like that that's a fast walk is that a fast yeah
1: i think kind of fast i mean you can walk four miles an hour but that'd be like as fast as you could walk yeah Three miles an hour, I think, is still a pretty it's brisk pretty, walk. And a good clip, yeah. Yeah. That's a decent pace for, like, yeah. flat terrain. Totally. That's a good pace. Track, I, if I'm making three miles an hour, I'm, I'm happy. Huh. Okay. I think, if, and then w- with the patient, you know, you have to stop, check the injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, quite often, you know, let it, bathroom breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a whole team, so the whole team sometimes needs to deal with things, radio traffic, stuff like that. So. That's cool.
2: Yeah. I think we did it. There it is. Yeah. You guys, thanks for,
0: thanks for coming thanks on. Thanks for this. Thanks for coming on. Nice. Thanks yeah. for yeah. having us. Hot dogs That's it? Hot dogs and some talks. Yeah. Nice.
2: It's easy enough, right? Yeah. yeah. Now you guys can start your own podcast. No,
1: we just want to come back to this we'll one like once every <laughs> six months or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you kiss Patricia
2: back.
0: And yeah. <laughs> 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 come on back. Oh, 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 about the one that got away. Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with a friend. Email us questions or topic ideas at BreakingCampPodcast at gmail.com. And if we use your topic, we'll even send you a sticker to say thanks. Check us out at Patreon.com slash BreakingCamp and join the BCP family today. Now get outside and have some fun.